Oh, we drinking douce. I'm fancy. I have to fancy. support my black people. Allons-y, mes amis. You're listening to Fuckery and Friends, the show that addresses the fuckery that's going on in the world. Let's talk about it. Welcome to another edition of Fuckery and Friends. I'm Mr. Miller. AKA. The Barbarian. They also call me Cyborg in the gym. AKA. The 40 year old dater, but I'm far from a virgin. Whoa. AKA. The devious one, but don't rump with me. AKA. Send. Five cent, ten cent, loony. Big up Canada. AKA. Mr. Blood Clot Joe Grind for the woman them waistline. Bop, 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 bop. Big up these the Bodega Boys. To my left, please introduce yourself. I'm his longtime friend, Jessica. AKA. Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> AKA Jess. <laughs> so we're going to get right into it. I know, type of fuckery. There's a lot of fuckery going on in the world, but let's narrow it down to one thing today. You know that 2020 has been a hell of a fucking year, right? One hell of a year. And there is a, a subject I believe not too many people are talking about. Mental health, especially in the black community. Why am I targeting the black community? Because we have a lot of things against us. We do. One, it's still a stigma in our community to actually go for help. Absolutely. Even by numbers and all these research, they're like black people just don't like going to, or admitting, that they have mental health issues. Mm -hmm. Two, we populate most of jail cells. And think about that. If our community, I think at one point, it was almost like 15, 20% of the community is actually in the prison, even though we're 13% of the population, but make up 60% of the prison system. Lock yourself in a box for a day and see how you feel. And none of them are getting mental health um, help. So. I think they are, um, but it's half-assed. Um, it's it's nothing compared to the amount that would be, the amount of help you would get as if you were out here. And that's even if you choose to get the help that's available out here. When you say out here, what do you mean by out here? Out in society or out in the community. Because um, they, um, they do have clinicians or therapists in there. Um, but they're for the entire, they might be for an entire block versus if you were out in society, you might get, depending upon the need, you might get a session one time a week or twice mm. a week or bi-weekly or once a month. Or if you were really acute and you had a private therapist, you know, say you had a session this week, you can say, Hey, I'm in a crisis. I need to speak to you now or sometime, you know, this week, I need another session. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure that that's available in the prisons. Do you have any family members that have been to jail? I do. Have any of them gotten mental health help? That's my point. Why? It's not cool. Right. In a lot of other um, communities, the Indian community, the Asian community, the white community, checking your mental health is almost like I do this every year just to make sure, you know, every piston is firing. Mm -hmm. But to us, it's such a, a, a... It's so frowned upon. Right. Right. I think, um, you know, we're kind of taught to be this strong black man or this strong black woman that, you know, if, if you have mental health issues, it kind of... I don't want to say it tears you down, but it no longer makes you seem as strong as you, mm. you, you know, are right. supposed to be. There's there's a deficit somewhere. Let's start there. A lot of people don't know. There's many, many different kinds. It's not always the schizophrenia, right. you know, the bipolar. 
I wrote a little list. Anxiety disorder, mm -hmm. panic disor disorder, yep. obsession, compulsive disorder, mm -hmm. phobias, mm -hmm. depression, mm -hmm. narcissism, narcissism, eating disorders, personality, post-traumatic stress is what I want to really address. Why? Because in our community, we're used to seeing black people die. Mm -hmm. Though our white counterparts, our Asian counterparts, our Indian counterparts and anybody who I've missed, they don't really have that. Here in this country, sure, maybe back home, right. but here in America, Canada, North America, that is not normal for most races. But for ours, it's very common, mm -hmm. very common. That is a traumatic experience to see somebody die or know somebody had died or expect somebody to die. Mm -hmm. Yet we're the least that's getting mental health help. Right, And I, I agree. Um, so for work, we do something that is called a life events checklist. Mm -hmm. And one of the areas on there is, have you experienced um, a sudden death? Oof. And I can't begin to tell you the amount of people who do check that box. Like, yes, I have. Yeah. Um, and I can tell you not everyone is getting helped or if they're getting help, it might be uh, co-ordered. It's not them themselves acknowledging that, you know what, I need help. I've been through a lot in life, in life. It's time for me to start unpacking this. So how do you reach them at this point? Because it's not cool to give. I know Charlemagne the God and a lot of people big up yourself for bringing it to light to, to make it cool. But unfortunately, Charlemagne is not a cool guy. Right. He's not a Jay-Z or not. You know what I mean? He's not these young, whatever, young thug, the Migos, right. these, what these young cats look up to. He just looks like he's soft. You know, that's our thing. We don't want to look like we're soft. Yeah. And we look at Charlemagne as, you're kind of soft, bro. We kind of see you doing that. Mm -hmm. But like a two chains, if he said that, we'd be like, what? What's going on with you, bro? You don't need no mental health. You two chains, you cool. You know, I, I kind of disagree. I think we would. So I think if we saw two chains doing that, I think it actually would increase the people who would go for help. I don't believe you. Hear me out. Okay. Kanye, mm -hmm. very vocal about going to get help for his mental. And we made fun of him. Mm -hmm. We made fun of him. We called him crazy. We called him mentally ill and mm -hmm. stay away from him. Let's cancel him. Mm -hmm. But he was doing the right thing. He's like, I feel like I'm going crazy. So I'm going to put myself or my family. And I decided I need right. help. Yeah, we ridiculed him. We do. I don't want to say we make exceptions. I feel like Kanye has kind of always been the... Um, they used to call him like the spoiled rapper or the outspoken mm -hmm. person. So I think he has that stigma and it follows with him. So anything that he says or does will always be heavily scrutinized. However, Two Change is one of the, I guess you can say, cool rappers. He's from around the way. He, you know, gets along with everyone. So I think if he came out and said, you know what, I've been depressed lately, or you know, I've been diagnosed with bipolar and this is what's happening. I think it would open people's eyes a little bit more and say, you know what? I have this too. Let me start getting help. And then now people will start relating to Kanye like, oh, he wasn't just crazy. Like this is mm -hmm. the thing. I think that's what's going on. Kanye had his own stigma from before mm -hmm. and now adding that to, you know, this, this diagnosis, this is what's happening. But to his outspokenness way before, I think he had bipolar from a long time ago, just Right. Maybe it wasn't diagnosed. But like at even the time. you saying that, I felt like stop over that. But like, that's I, I even I still have that. Like yo, cut that shit. Yeah. He's not bipolar because in me it still feels like that's something negative. Yeah. You can't be bipolar. Come on, man. It's just yeah. you having some issues. But how do we get around that? Because it's like you know, like uh, we have, I have a lot of good. I'm from Canada, so I have a lot of good um, white friends, and they'll openly tell you, like, "Yeah, my brother's bipolar, or my 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 sister's schizophrenic," mm -hmm. and you're like, "Really? What? <laughs> Why are you guys so open about this? Mm -hmm. Let it be a, 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 our family member. We wouldn't tell a soul, right? 
We wouldn't tell a soul. I think in the the black community or maybe many minority communities, we were just conditioned from young that whatever happens in our household, it stays in our household. Mm. Um, But as far as getting around that, I think the best way to get around that is normalizing therapy. I have a couple Mm. friends now who I seriously think they need some help. (laughs) And I will tell them, you know, for anyone who doesn't know, I do work in the social services, social worker Mm. field. So I will tell them like, Your favorite therapist has a therapist. So everyone needs help so that no one is above anyone. There's nothing to be frowned upon. Like everyone needs help. Think of it like this. The show Sopranos. Mm -hmm. Big Tony, the boss, was going to therapy. And his therapist had a therapist. Exactly. Everyone needs Mm -hmm. that unbiased person to talk to. I mean, if you have a friend who is like the best friend doesn't pass judgment and just listens and then, you know, provides um, feedback or advice, then that's amazing. But if you don't get a therapist because they're not there to judge you, they're there to help guide you and unpack what's being held within. Well, let me ask you this. Do they actually work in the sense that I go and then I'm going to feel fixed? Because I don't think, I think that's where people, especially in our community, mm-hmm. don't understand. There's not a, a real fix. Mm-hmm. It's more like you have a new outlet. That when you do feel this way, you don't have to feel alone. But you're not going to be fixed. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll never need therapy ever again. I went there, I'm good. I don't so, think that's how it works, but I could be wrong. I feel, okay. So, therapists are just like you and I, mm-hmm. right? So... Even though they have these set of tools to help you work through what you're going through, Mm. if we don't vibe, the connection won't be there. You're not going to feel comfortable enough to open up to me. Mm. And therefore, we're not going to be able to get to the work that we need to do. So the best thing is to, first of all, allow yourself that time period to vibe with your therapist. They call it build a rapport. I'm going to break it down to layman's terms. Vibe with your therapist. That usually takes about four weeks or so. And people don't know. Wait, when you say four weeks, call how many is that in sessions? About four. Okay. So you can even, um, you know, that time to, you can even request, you know, say you're an African-American. You can request, can I have mm. an African-American for a therapist? I can't say that you'll get a male because it's a female dominated, you know, career. Um, but if you, you know, ask for... A female, you know, you can put in requests to help you build that rapport and build that connection. Mm-hmm. Also, therapists, again, are just like you and I. So although we have these, um, a lot of us have these biases that we don't even know. Right. And sometimes, although they are professional and they're not there to judge you or they're mm-hmm. not there to be racist or anything, they're normal people. So you have some therapists that are in the field that have these underlying issues with black people or underlying issues with, I don't know, say, you know, let's say Spanish women, Mm. right? You know, so you're just someone who came up on their list like, oh, so-and-so is looking for services. They don't know who you are until you get there. And then they might listen to you unpack your story and they might themselves, it might trigger something within them. And then they're not able to serve you the way they are. And some people, let's just be clear. Some people are just in certain professions to get a check. Right. And so in order for it to work, it really has to be up to the therapist that you have. And it's up to the individual. I think I had a stat. I prepared. Let me see. I just want to say guys, Dwight totally tricked me. He prepared and didn't give me the opportunity to prepare, but that's okay. Less than 2% of American (laughs) Psychological Association members are black. Mm -hmm. Less than 2%. Mm -hmm. Which, why does that matter? To your point, maybe they have some biases against black people. Maybe they feel like you guys are doing it to yourselves and I don't know what to do. Versus you might feel more familiar mm-hmm. if it's the same race or the same gender or whatever it may be. But in this case, it's only 2%. So 
So you can, I mean, even though you might request, you know, an African-American or something or, you know, they'll tell you flat out, you know, we, we don't have that. Right. But I can tell you there are some therapists or, you know, some, let's say white people who are fully cultured. Amazing. Fully um, Amazing. open to everything. And they'll make you feel like. Mm-hmm. I've been through everything you've been through. I've been in your neighborhood. I've, I've gone through the same experiences and you'll be able to connect with them just the same. Um, it's just that, but I just, you know, you have that right to request. Right. Whatever. And some people don't know that. Some right. people just end up sitting in front of some white woman and straight out of college and they're like. But that's hard because you, if you get uh, somebody of our community in there, they're already hesitant exactly. to open up. Exactly. They're already going in there with the reservations. I'm just going through this. A lot of people go through marriage counseling and come back the same person because right. they refuse to open up. Right. And that, and that's the thing with therapy. And that's why it depends on the therapist and it depends mm-hmm. on the individual. You have to be willing to do the work. Right. If you're not in the space to open up and to try the suggestions or, you know, then it, it's just Man. pointless. Pointless. We'll end with the last stat of this. I've got stats. <laughs> Nearly 90% of Black and African American people over the age of 12 with substance use disorder did not receive treatment. 90%. Whatever the abuse disorder is, right? Mm-hmm. We love weed and we love liquor. We do. Not getting any treatment whatsoever so that was a good segment let's jump right into uh what do you got now it's your turn to be the hero i know i type of let's talk about the whole canceling culture so the canceling i well, think I pour some yak oh, oh we drink a douce Oh. I'm fancy. Oh. I have to fancy. support my black people. So, <laughs> the canceling culture, I feel like it has become a thing to, we're going to cancel someone. Um, and a lot of times it happens in the entertainment industry or it happens, you know, with sports or whatever. Um, you know, we have these celebrities or these entertainers or athletes, whoever. Um, who engage in stuff in their personal life that we may not like or disagree with, and all of a sudden we want to cancel them. I completely disagree with that because that is their personal life. They're doing their job. They are paid to get on that court and entertain us. They are paid to get on the field and entertain us. They're paid to deliver those jokes. They're paid to deliver the album and show up to concerts, and they're fulfilling their job. I don't think that we should be canceling these people that we don't even personally know. Hmm. So you don't believe in you represent the company outside of business hours. So forget celebrities. Mm -hmm. We work at a high firm, Mm -hmm. but I put on my Facebook how shit face drunk I got on Saturday. Mm -hmm. But on Monday, I'm an HR and they're like, hey, you can't be doing that. Mm-hmm. You're not a fan of that. So I feel like, okay, let's say specifically, let's say an inter- a, a singer or a rapper, right? Mm-hmm. You are your own brand. Mm-hmm. A lot of these people, you might be signed to a label, you but you bring in the money for the label, mm-hmm. right? So really, there's nothing to really fire you. You bring in the label for... You bring in the money for the label. Right. You are your own brand, per se. Now, don't get me wrong. If you sign an endorsement with Nike or someone else, now you are representing someone else. So, yes, they have the right to fire you or cancel your contract. Mm. But as far as the the, um, population or the fans... Why are we canceling these people? Give me an example. Give me a concrete example where you were like, that is absolutely wrong for canceling this person or trying to Um, cancel this person. Kanye West. We talked about him in our previous segment. Mm. Every time I turn around, Kanye West is canceled. Kanye West is not invited to the cookout. Mm. I am confused. Do we, we do not personally know Kanye. Why Mm. are we canceling him? What has Kanye done to us? 
Has he delivered music? Yes. Has he, you know, signed other I people? I understand what they're saying. They're saying you're not representing us the way we think you should be. You see what I'm saying? So now it's like, since you're not representing us, let's cancel you. So you're everyone- like, We are pro-black. What are you doing talking to Trump? Okay. But everyone in our, everyone has, has every day, right? Gets up to, to do their thing. And every day you are not marching to the same drum you set out to march. Mm. Sometimes you might steer a little left, you might steer a little wrong, you might be going through something. And like, we cannot, We I just feel like it's just ridiculous, this canceling thing. Every time I turn around, we're canceling somebody. If not, okay, we can say, what was the latest thing? We're both Caribbean or from the West Indies. Let's say major hype. They want to cancel major hype because of this domestic violence. Now, I don't condone or agree with any of it, but what are we canceling this man for? For hitting a woman. Because <laughs> we didn't worry. I get where you're going. I, I absolutely understand where you're coming from. But major hype, because I'm on the fence. Mm -hmm. I'm not for it. I'm not against it. Mm -hmm. I'm right down the middle and I can empathize with both sides. Right. And the side is no matter what, you're major hype, you're a comedian, you're, you're here to uplift our spirits when we feel down. But again. Wait for me. Okay. If we knew you was a bad man that was beating women left and right, we probably wouldn't be following you, bro. Because we didn't, we we're, we'd never support a man like that. So for you to come up and be that person is like, holy shit, I've been supporting a man that beats women. These entertainers or these public figures are humans just like you and I, Ooh. right? Is it human to hit a woman? It's not, but I don't think there so. are plenty of everyday people out there who are beating on women or right. women who are, you know, hitting their, their partner. I don't condone it. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, after you strip away the public persona, they are a human being. So people make mistakes. Everyone has demons or bat or battling something okay, within. We don't have to accept your demons or like, all right, what if he murdered somebody? Should we be like, oh, well, he's still funny though. I don't know why he killed the person. No, you gotta be like, I don't support murderers. I just don't. Rapists, we did it to R. Kelly. Like we don't support people that rape. <laughs> so like, we, we did that, but I can guarantee you there are still thousands of people listening to R. Kelly's music because you I, can't take away from the catalog. I can separate the music from the artist. But that is I've what I'm saying. I've never looked at R. Kelly and thought, who is he doing this to? Right. I've always used it in my context. Mm -hmm. Like when he's like, beat your chest like a, a gorilla. Mm -hmm. I always had my face mm -hmm. beat my chest like a gorilla. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I get, that's what I said, I could, I could go both sides. I can emphasize with both sides. Cause you can separate if you want the artist mm -hmm. from the music or his personal life. People can do it. That's my point. You can actually say, I like him as an actor, but maybe as a person, I probably wouldn't hang with him. But you know what's so funny is that that happens a lot, again, in the Black community. How can we ever fight the fight if we were constantly canceling each other and holding ourselves to the standards? When you see the white people for... Love it. What standards? I challenge Black people all the time with this. When you say you have to behave yourself, you have to act right, I always say, to whose standards? To these... Whose? Who knows? These Thank impossible you. standards. Thank you. But it, when you see- It's to white standards. Let, I'll just okay. say it. It's to, to white, white standards. But white people don't do that. Exactly. They don't. The <laughs> like, example, so what are we doing it for? The example that you just gave, why didn't the white community cancel Sean Penn? George Clooney, I believe he was abusing his wife or he had he had a Hispanic wife or something to that Some effect. Shit. And he was abusing her. Um, everything leaked online. He was not canceled. He was still making millions. They support of him. Right. Um, you know, it's just within our own community. And we, we don't need to fight against one another or cancel one another. We need every single person to mm. stand on the front line. No one should be canceled. I, I don't know about that. I'm, I'm like, like, I can understand saying, dude, 
I see her face. Mm -hmm. I want to put a disclaimer out there. I don't disagree or I don't, I, I empathize with all the victims or all the people out there. I just feel like we need to be able to separate from one's body of work or what their job is versus their personal life. But even if you can, like even if you separate the two, why can't you cancel that person? I mean, you can, but I just feel like we've gotten too popular with this canceling thing. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, we, it seems like you cancel anybody over anything. Every like single person is canceled. I remember, yeah. um, let's just be put a statement out there. There is no more freedom of speech because God forbid you said something, you're being held accountable for, endorsements are being pulled. Even if you said it 10 years ago and you're no longer the person you were then now you're still being held accountable and, and that's, it's, that's it's crazy. people want to cancel you and it's like i agree with that statement because if it was something that happened 10 15 years ago mm -hmm. and you're no longer that person like you can see in the last 10 years I there's nobody who came out nobody that said yes dwight has done this dwight right. has done there's nobody you can tell he's a changed man that's like me it's like saying i'm the same person i was when i was in my 20s or 30s right. i'm not Right. You learned a lot. Like, right. You learned back a lot. Then it was cool. A lot. Right. Now it's not cool. Right. So it's like, I agree to that extent. But when it comes to like domestic violence, it is that's a hard one for me, man. It is. It's so hard. I don't, again, I don't condone any of it. But okay, if we're going to talk about domestic violence, right? Why wasn't Fab canceled? Someone explain that to me. Right. Plenty of people might have hit their person, hit their wife or, you know, their girlfriend or, or their partner, mm -hmm. gave them a black guy, busted their lip. I'm not minimizing it. But this man knocked out his wife, girlfriend's teeth. That's that's a punch with force. So to your point, because when I went to the major hype, I didn't know what was going on until people kept sending me shit like, you got to look at this story. This story's crazy. Mm -hmm. So I look at it and I'm reading all the comments. And black women defended him like crazy. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, she's 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 so extra, she's dramatic. You don't, you weren't there. And I'm like, holy shit, they're defending Major Hype. Major Hype to a, a level where it's like confusing almost. Like, mm -hmm. like other black women will come out and say, I'm upset about this. And they'll be like, just come off the page then. Mm -hmm. Which is absolutely true. If you don't right. like something, just keep Get scrolling. Off the page. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> keep unfriend them and, and keep it moving. Like absolutely. you don't keep coming on the page telling how bad the person is. Just move on. Absolutely. So I agree with them. Those people, but the idea that there were so many black women mm -hmm. defending him was puzzling to me. Because when Winehouse uh Weinstein yes. came out, white women did not back this man. They did not back this man what's i'm not saying they're on the same level sorry mm -hmm. but i'm just saying like it was almost like we are gonna come together and make sure this guy gets is held accountable is held accountable right so in our communities like why do we just say well that's what jamaicans do or that's what west indian people do we she we y'all heard her saying sometimes uman deserve beaten mm -hmm. And it's just like, because what what was said was he was molested as a kid and he told her in an argument, she threw it back in his face and it just kind of exploded. So you can go, oh, I get it because I gave you something vulnerable mm -hmm. and use it against me. Mm -hmm. But is that an excuse? Because in the West Indian culture, it's everybody does this. Like you have women defending. She should have never said that. Mm -hmm. So I don't ever think it's an excuse. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think any of this is an excuse. So again, I want to make a, a statement that although I am saying, you know, this canceling or, you know, I have these stances, I don't condone domestic violence in any way, shape or mm -hmm. form. But he shouldn't lose his job. I don't feel like people should lose their job. And I'm one to look at all sides of, you know, the story. Um, I feel like and Major Hype know, should still keep his job to you. Absolutely. Wow, see, black women fucking defend this guy, man. No, no, no. I think he should keep his job. But I don't condone what he did. So I think he needs help. I definitely think he needs help. There's no justice been served, no. But that's that's her fault. She didn't press charges. 
that's another thing that people say like, oh man, she didn't press charges, so how real can it be? But that picture looked real, man. That picture. But again, I, I, I wasn't there. Right. I just know beating women is crazy to me. And it seems like the way he talks, it was crazy for him to even get to that level. So he was even shocked he can get to that level. And he's never done that in his entire life. And I do believe he's around my age. So it just seemed like it was extreme situation for him as well. So I'm not judging him and saying he must lose his job. He must cancel him. I, I don't believe that either. I don't think people should cancel. I think you should go through the same tiers. Like you get a warning, exactly. you get a written, and then you're canceled. Exactly. Uh, let's get into it. It's time for a family feud. Another type of fuckery. You know how it goes. You gotta get the top answer. If you don't, I win. Okay. All right. Real simple, y'all. Let's run through it. Name one thing black people always have in their pantry. Flour. Well, that was the other. That was a good one. Always flour though. But they fried chicken. Fried chicken, you're right. That's a good one. I'm gonna say hot sauce. Mmm. That's me, right? <laughs> That's me. I think I won that one. Yeah, I think it's me. I don't I don't Cheers. think so. Flour over hot sauce? I mean, black people always like Hillary Clinton said I had hot sauce in my purse to prove that she was black. Who says you win that? Because you black pantries. That's an all pantries. You don't get to decide. I think it's my show. You think, oh, because it's your show. <laughs> oh, that do say hitting you right. Because it's da, your da, show. Da, 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 da. Okay. <laughs> what are some top reasons black people are late to work? Better yet, top excuses black people say when they're late for work. I had to drop my child off at daycare, or I didn't have a sitter. <laughs> Come with something better. What you got? Traffic. <laughs> no, it's I a clear day, and I use traffic. I'm like traffic, man. Traffic. <laughs> You're right. Well, traffic. <laughs> you are definitely late all the time. Even I'm not just work with you. Even not for employment, you are late. No, no. You are late. It seems late. like you got something to say. Get off your chest. I just want to say, guys, my house is very easy to locate. Ever since I have known Dwight, anytime he is to come to my house, not at night, man. Somehow, some way, this at man night it looks different. It does not look different. It does. And it's twenty twenty. We all use navigation. Let the navigation guide you. I don't know why this man gets lost all the time. It's just ridiculous. Would you like to know, people? I have a Canadian phone. I don't have no data here. So I have to remember the shit. And shit looks different in the day Even and at night. Even if he has to remember oh. the shit. He lived here. I had here. to turn back to where I got Wi-Fi just to call and be like, where am I going again? <laughs> he lived here for at least 10 to 15 years. My house from his house is almost a straight shot. There should be no reason why he is lost every single time. I just want to point that out. So you are always late. No. And e even when we are to meet up and go Traffic. There has been times- It was traffic, it wasn't me. Mr. Miller and I were supposed to go have a drink. Oh man. I'm coming to get Mr. Miller, he done fell asleep. I'm calling, he ain't answering the phone. And I'm on the phone like, ain't nobody ever stood me up. Mr. Miller is always late. Don't listen to that. How's that my fault? Jess always asleep. speaks the truth. Fell asleep. I'm also known as Jess the best. She speaks the truth. <laughs> now you got an AKA. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Before she I, go AKA. I didn't want to disclose all that. I didn't want to disclose all that. How nice. And it comes conveniently when she talk about me, right? AKA. All right. Name a chore that black people hate. Woo! Cleaning the bathroom, because Lord knows I do. Wash the dishes. Oh, maybe that's a black man thing. The black men hate washing plates. That's a black man thing. Or it but I didn't say black man. So it, it just might be a Dwight thing as well. You know men that love to wash plates? Yep. 
You're such a liar. <laughs> <laughs> just. I am not. The camera turns on, and all of a sudden, just pure lies come up. Pure. Just to make me look bad. Oh, I know. I know, man. I love watching, but. Men, please, in the comment area, let me know if you actually enjoy watching. We got comment areas? Lord, Dwight didn't set me up today. Set you up. That's what you get. Just the set best. Set me up. Just the best. Don't you forget it. What? <laughs> <laughs>
family gathering. Yeah, she probably put raisins in hers. No. Raisins. It's probably in yours. <laughs> yeah, okay. Last but not least, name something black people won't eat, but white people do. That is a good. What you got? I honestly, um, I don't know if I have one for that because I myself am just such a picky eater. Um, I don't know that I have an answer for that. So you, you lose off rip. For for that one, yes. That means you lose. That's, I'm gonna answer. That means I'm gonna have more points than you. That's period. Fine. No. Period. This is not the end all be all. You don't get to win period. because no. Yeah. How would you be able to catch up? But this is the last one. How do we know I didn't win nah, with the other questions? Nah. You're being a hater because it's your, your nah. raisins. I, I've never seen Buffy. I mean, I've seen a few, but the night like at Sea Towns, <laughs> like you can't find raisins there. It's a very hard item to find. You can even put in like. Um, kale. I, I don't know too many black people that eat kale. Quinoa. Couscous. There's a lot of a lot of them that but when you when when they do do it, when they actually try it, they're always like, oh that's not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> but they never do it just initially like ah. Like an black American or just American no black Americans hate oxtail. But if you give it to them and don't let them know it's oxtail, they love it. Absolutely. It's weird. I'm like. Because it's the thought of the oxtail. Yeah, I'm like. It's great. I remember when I was younger, um, at the time it wasn't cool to be um, West Indian or Jamaican. Um, and I remember I went to, so my elementary school was like predominantly white kids. Um, and I remember saying, yeah, I have oxtail or I have curry goat. And they were like, ew. Um, but now it's the cool thing to eat. West Indian they, food. They've been to Jamaica and they're like, this shit yep. is good. Now it is the cool thing, so. Cause you get this bad? My girl, you look pretty like sunshine in the morning on Jamaica. You have to try some curry good. You can't say no to that guy. Right, right. You can't. Right. So, so now you, you try it and you're like, oh my God, it's not This that is bad. good, yeah. It's not that bad. But I think I won, right? Tally it up. Go with the I person. Go with the <laughs> first. Ladies first. Ladies first. Mm -hmm. But uh, here we go. It's something then weighing you down. Let's get that monkey off your shoulders and tell the world. You've never told them this, anyone, or close to anyone, publicly. I'll start, just to show you how deep we get here. We were talking about mental start, health. You might finish too. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were talking about mental health. Mm -hmm. And I was around 23 or 24, maybe even younger. But I remember feeling like I wanted to commit suicide. Oh, hell no. What happened was I was with an older woman at the time and she had a miscarriage. And I and she told me it was my fault. She said that I- Miscarriage with the old baby? That's what she said. And she she made it made me feel like it was because of the stress I was putting on her why she had the miscarriage. Mm -hmm. So I, I I went into my, I'm, I'm young, I'm 22, 23. Mm -hmm. I went into my dramatic bag. Mm -hmm. I took the Bible, ripped pages out, put weed and smoked the Bible. Let me tell you why that's horrible. The paper burns way too fucking fast and you get ink. It's not a good combination because the next day my throat hurt like a motherfucker. <laughs> then a big bottle of Rain Nephew white rum I finished by myself. Cause I thought this is what you do when you're depressed and you're sad. Mm -hmm. This is how you express it. Mm -hmm. I use the word express because that's all it was to me. I was looking for attention, but I didn't know that. I was 23, mm -hmm. 22. So I said, fuck it. I'm going to end my life. 
I'm gonna put a belt around my neck, put it on my bedpost, and just fall asleep drunk. It won't hurt, so I'll just be, I'll just hang myself, and when I pass out, I pass out. So I did it. What did you really do? This is confessions, this is real. So I did it. I don't know, and within, might be making up the story. It's not, this is a real story. You didn't even know me back then, I was 20. I need 20. someone to confirm this. I would, and this is the first time I'm telling anybody. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe my mother know. That's about the only person I know. Okay. And I'm like, I'm, 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 I can feel myself fading. I can feel fading. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you are selfish motherfucker. How could you do this? How could you do this? There's more than just you in this place. You know how many people you're gonna hurt? You know how many people look up to you, depend on you? And you're gonna do this to them because you 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 hurt one person? I'm like, hey, was a miscarriage? Try again. Mm-hmm. You think like, well, but would you, what's this gonna help? So like within like, I didn't pass out. So whatever, I don't know what my threshold was, but I would say about 30 seconds to 60 seconds. I was just like, ah, fuck this shit. I took it up. Come to find out she had an abortion because she slept with another man. I felt devastated. I almost took my life over foolishness. But that's mental health. Because really all I wanted was somebody to talk to. Right. That's it, because I was a confused kid. Right. I felt like I was the reason why my, my first child died. All I wanted was somebody to talk to. So I'm doing wild shit, hoping somebody, somebody to come home and see me. Like, what are you doing? Please stop. Right. But nobody ever showed up. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, fuck it. I guess this is it. All the fucking things are lining up. Mm-hmm. This is my day. Come to find out. Mm. Okay. Real story. Mental health is real. That's why I brought up that story. And I've never looked back again. So I don't know if I really tried suicide because really it was just an intention thing. I didn't really feel like I was gonna really die. It was just like, hopefully somebody catches me before I die. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I had that whole vibe to me. But you had the thought. Yes, I did so have the thought. That is a suicide ideation. Yes. Okay. So, have fun following up. I don't think I can. Um, but it's not a competition. I'm just playing. <laughs> I, I don't think I can. I think Dwight knows me as a very um, guarded person. Um, and I think Dwight pulled out some stuff out of his trick box and getting me here and had a lot to prepare she and think great. about his stories she and looks what amazing. he was going to and the content that he was going to deliver. And Dwight did not Come give on me now. that same opportunity. Look at the color, look at the color combination. So... I, I don't think, I don't even know. These where are tattoos, to people. These are tattoos. He can't, they can't see well, I that. know, but that's why I'm letting them know. So what does that mean? That I have tattoos? You want me to confess that I have tattoos? Cool, confess. I have a lot, I have about 10. Her, we've been watching her the entire episode and she. Has a lot. A lot. But most of them are hidden. Until. <laughs> Until. So yeah, yeah. So that's it, man. That's fuckery and friends. Fuckery and friends. How can people find you? Do you have any social media handles? Do you have anybody you'd like to shout out? So I'd like to um, shout out my good friend here for so Bye-bye. long for getting me to do this. I have wanted to do podcast for so long um and Dwight was telling you I was nervous as shit to do it man just to get her here holy Um, shit I don't even think I'll end up watching this when it airs I'm sorry people she can listen to it um yeah I don't even know if I'll do that (laughs) (laughs) um but I am glad that I did it it definitely got me a little bit out of my comfort zone so social media is jessina87 j-e-s-i-n-a 87 she got them full lips just saying. I do. Just I, saying. I do. And and big up baby Jalen. Yes, my son. My son. Yes. My little prince. Who I said he looked like. Who who I said was a daddy. The other day when I was over there. Who? 
Who did I say he looked like? Shoot, I don't remember. You should have said he looked like me. No, obviously. But I was like, damn, he looks like. I don't remember. It was late. Who did you say? Forget it. Who did you say? No, no. You see how see, see how she started with all this, Dwight never does this, Dwight never does She doesn't even remember when I talked to her. This was a good time. With me, her, and a child. We were all chilling there. I definitely remember. LeBron James, man. Oh, you did say LeBron, LeBron James. James. I was like, you I, did. Look like you look you like did. LeBron James. You okay, you did. I'm so sorry. You did. You did man. say that. Okay, you did. See how, be, see how they do you me did. dirty? You did. They do me Nobody dirty. Nobody does you dirty. If anything, you did me so dirty today. Yeah, I right. wish I could tell you guys. My friend got me here to do I'm going to tell this to everybody. Everybody <laughs> that will listen. Because my good friend here asked me on, what was that? Monday night oh or Tuesday God. night? Tuesday night to do this podcast. He said he would send me a topic and then I'd be able to come prepared and I just wouldn't know his stance. My good friend did not send me that topic. I actually followed up with him today, Friday, and I said, hey, what's the topic? To which we brainstormed. I'm not even gonna say we brainstormed. I came up with topics. My good friend then did not send me any other information about which would be the actual topic. When I get here to film, he then tells me, oh, I sent you the Google document, woman. Why didn't you read it? Guys, I just want to show you my phone. I'm going to show you our thread in WhatsApp. There is no link for a Google document. Dwight doesn't even have my email address to send a Google document. But yet we are sitting here and my good friend has points. He's got stats. He's got content that he wants to discuss. The ultimate setup. And that is fuckery, people. Yes. Remember to like. And you better not edit comment, that out. Comment, <laughs> share. You better not edit wall, it out. Subscribe <laughs> and join the page because none of that shit is going to make it on the edit. It's going to be gone. <laughs> I hate you. But yeah, peace. Salute everybody. Until the next one. Have a good one. You're listening to Fuckery and Friends, the show that addresses the fuckery that's going on in the world. Let's talk about it. I know a type of fuckery.